Yo, yo, yo. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to the LTK Show. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Luther Kangas. And on today's show, I've got the one, the only, my cousin Kristen Kangas. Okay, she's one of my favorite people. She's entertaining. She's fun. And we have a good time on this. We were spending some time in Arizona on a vacation. And we sat down and recorded this podcast while we were there. And some entertaining things happened when we were down there, and we share some of that good stuff with you, and we just have a good time on this on this episode. So, hope you guys enjoy it. But before we get rocking here, I would like to take the time to thank the sponsor of the show, which is the JP4 Foundation. The JP4 Foundation uses the game of baseball to provide healthy meals, healthy activities, and healthy relationships for youth in the Twin Cities. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram using the handle JP4 Foundation or by visiting them at jp4foundation.org. They do a lot of great things in the Twin Cities area here. Super proud to be working with them. Check those guys out. They're an awesome, awesome group of people and an awesome sponsor. And that being said, let's get rocking into this one with Kristen Kangas. Here we go. All right, get the schmacks off your computer. Stop gum typing. Okay. Unless if you're typing about this podcast. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start things out with a warm-up. Per use. Great. A couple questions for you. Top three comedy movies. What are yours? I think that I have a little bit of... I think a movie's really good when it's not hyped up and I just, like, find it somewhere. Uh-huh. Kind of a slapstick, like, dumb comedy. Yeah, or just, oh, what is this? I haven't seen the trailer for it. And then I start watching it, and it's amazing. So one of those what happened in high school when we, I had, like, the movie channel that you typically do when you have cable, which no one does anymore, but get over it. It's with Martin Short. He's a play director for Midsummer Night's Dream, and Kirsten Dunst is in it. Okay. Ben Foster. Um, I watched it again recently. It's just Martin Short makes the movie. and uh, His character? Yes. He's the theater director and gets just, like, really wild with it. What's his impression? Let's hear. Or what do you got? What's your impression of him? He's pretty handsy. He, he he gesticulates quite frequently, um, and flamboyantly, <laughs> and he'll say things like, "Well," and he gets that like far off look in his eye, and he just goes off on this whimsy of being, you know, a wacko theater director, uh-huh. and um, he'll snap at people. And he's like, you're s- and you're sleeping, and you're sleeping, sleeping, sleeping. And he'll like, just he's very dramatic. Um, he says, keep that ice on your front bum. I need you. <laughs> 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 and then he goes, well, I don't really need you. And, you know, he'll go on. I think... That's one. Yes. Another comedy that I frequently refer to... Gosh, there's so many good ones. What about you? You just tell me what we'll go one for one. So, uh, like grumpy old men, grumpy year old oh. men, those just get me. Like they just make me laugh. Like we've talked about it before, but they, yeah, just the way that they act, the two of them, it's freaking phenomenal. There, like one kind of dark horse movie that I like is called Dutch. Never. It's, is that with it's Matthew with, McConaughey? No, it's with Ed O'Neill the um al bundy he's in it and then you know nick papa giorgio on vegas vacation anyways no. it's him when he was younger but ed o'neill goes to pick this dude up he's his his girlfriend's son he goes like kind of cross country to pick this kid up and bring him back home and they let's just say they bond on the road trip but it yeah that one's funny if you get a chance to watch that one it's a good laugh and then geez i don't know right like tommy boy tommy boy is just 
I could watch it anywhere, anytime. See, but do you still think you would like Tommy Boy? Because that came out in the 90s when you were younger. And, you know, is your yeah, humor 100%. the same? Like, Chris Farley is, anytime you see him, like, you're going to laugh. He just has the ultimate it factor. That's true. And you know what's great about watching old movies I haven't seen for a while is the idiosyncrasies that you might have missed or, like, right. Don't they're not the that huge laugh getters, or like we talked about last night, like as you watch it as an adult, or even like 10 years later, 15, whatever, like oh my gosh, like that's actually super funny. And then, like, what I'm doing lately is I'm starting to analyze how the actors act and like how oh, they're able geez. to pull it off. And I'm like, man, this guy's like, well, this guy's really like, I don't know, I just kind of I see it a little bit differently now. How about in Grumpy Old Men, for example, when they start... Well, Walter Matthau and that Lemon guy, Jack Lemon, super Eat funny dude. my short. <laughs> the short... That just gets <laughs> me each time. It just roasts me. Eat my short. Eat my yep. short. And the way they put comedy I bet they did a lot of ad libbing but the whole thing in the drugstore when they were talking about their ailments and trying to outdo each other on how <laughs> sick they were and like how much pain they had been in <laughs> out of control oh what does he say I was farting razor blades <laughs> <laughs> he's like you want to talk when I had shingles he's like shingle shmingles when I had my lumbago <laughs> Oh my gosh. It just gets me. Oh my goodness. That is great stuff. Yeah. Uh, Polly Shore oh. movies. So probably Son-in-Law is up there. I quote from that a lot. I quote from Clueless. Uh, Pretty Woman has been, um, has taught me quite a few lessons lately about, because I get, find myself getting overly emotional and she's, and she just says, when I'm with a guy, I'm like a robot. I just do it. Niagara Falls. Just start. Falling. Just stop. Just stop with the emotion. Just, just do it. <laughs> Whatever the job is, don't get too emotional about it. Don't overthink it. Like just you gotta be you gotta a professional. You gotta take out the garbage. Take out the garbage. Someone has a problem with you. Ask what the problem is and how you can solve it. You don't gotta match them emotion for emotion. Yeah, take out the garbage. Garbage. Okay, so real quick. <laughs> If you're in the car, I thought I said garbage. You thought I said what? But your G when you say garbage is like kind of like garbage. It's like garbage. It's a little bit TCH. Okay. Garbage. You say it That's fast. That's problematic. Yeah, it's so garbage. You thought I said. Take out the car, garbage. Yeah, and I thought it. I said garbage. Like, What'd you say? Garbage is like a really good morphed together word. Car garbage. Garbage. Anyway. Actually, there you go. That might be a marketing plan. If you're listening to this and you steal that, we're going to hunt you down. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if you have takeout, like if you go to the drive That's really good. I should Google that right meow and see if it's on probably on Urban Dictionary. I have been trying to explain this to you. Hand me that garbage, please. Garbage, yeah. I gotta throw something. Luther, in it. throw away your garbage. It's rolling around my floor. We got something there. That's a million dollar idea. Okay, moving on. You could have a three month flame with any celebrity who you got. Well, I want it to last forever. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, as my track record shows, I'm a forever kind of girl. <laughs> no, just... <laughs> uh, okay, three months. Who would be super fun, but then would get old after a while? Because if it was just three months, they'd have to be super hot and pretty shallow. But you know who's been my... Lately, just the things I've seen on Instagram is Harry Styles. I love Harry Styles. Harry Styles. I think you say I don't. Like super cute. Harry you're saying Styles, cute more than hot cute. by the way you're saying it. I know. Yeah. I know. You need a steamboat. Oh, geez. You need one of those. Yeah. Tomcats. 
Good lord. Okay. Um, well, I always love Garrett Headland. He's a Minnesota guy. But he's expecting a baby with somebody, so that's kind of rude to say. Because, oh. I mean, really, this is fantasy, though. So it can be whatever. It's fantasy, right. But he's more interesting. I don't know. I guess I'm going to say Harry Styles just for the fact of... He lives in London. I don't really feel like having dreary weather the rest of my life. So three months here, we'll whisk. I'll be on meet him up on tour, travel around, bebop around the globe, and then when it's time for him to head on back to London, I just will. We'll say our separate. You feel you speak it a dreary. You said dreary. Did I say dreary like or dreary? Dr- oh, is it dreary? Well, yeah. Is dreary a word? Dreary. Or is it dreary? I don't know. I'll look it up. But there's Druzy. That's a type of quartz. Oh, because there's like those hotels that are Drury End. <laughs> oh. And it's just like, I'm not going to click on that. Do you, way too Drury. Right. Do you, yeah, Drury Hotels. Do you, by the way, know what La Quinta means in Spanish? Mm, something five. Next to a Denny's. <laughs> Urban Dictionary. No, I'm just saying next to a Denny's. Like, you know how Denny's and La Quinta Inns are always next to each other? Not really. That's why I didn't laugh. I know. (laughs) There's a Drury University, but yeah, Drury is the word. Okay. It just sounds like, what's the weather outside? Ah, it's like 48. Pretty London-y, Drury. Yeah, I'd say Harry Styles. Um, And as we've discussed, anytime that I ask a question, I expect you to ask it back to me because that's the whole reason I'm asking is so that you ask me back. So um, what's your celebrity, Steve? See, I figured you were going to flip this on me. And I'm like, I don't know, I'm a dark eyes dark hair kind of gal i would probably gal. say sh- <laughs> dark hair, dark. you are personally <laughs> oh my god what you say i'm not a or you say like i'm not much of a pickle guy i'm more of a beer guy yeah that's what i say i'm a beer guy so you're gonna yeah, so, flip it and you're gonna say gal just, hey, hey. oh that's that's fresh <laughs> <laughs> if not confusing because uh, like when you address a group of people, mixed genders, you can still say, hey, guys, listen up. So I right. can say I'm a beer guy because I am a beer guy. I love Okay, beer. but then what's the word that, like, refers to females that guys can use? Like, all right, gals, everybody pay attention. There isn't one, and that's the problem. So I think you need to start it, and you're really on to something, and I'm yeah, glad. If we all want gender gender neutrality and equality we gotta get on that stat okay great so who's the celebrity crush are you just stalling cheryl cole okay yes. singer why just yeah, three months uh, yes, though singer why only three months well i don't know she's the one who popped in my head to be honest tbh um yeah so we're, we're gonna stick with that and I'm not going to elaborate. You know who else? So, Hold on. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, fine. Moving on. Real quick, give me a name. Keanu Reeves and Speed. Oh. <laughs> That's not a word, is it? That's more of an onomatopoeia. H-A-W-T. Yeah. That's like... Holy shnikes. Mm, that will stop <laughs> you in your tracks. You're vacuuming the floor and you're like just... Actually, Sandra was pretty... She was smoking in that too. She was pretty much in her prime as well. And they just yeah. bonded through all of that trauma. So it was just yeah. insane chemistry. Yeah, great okay. flick. Really good film. Um, okay, last thing of the warm-up. Tell me a pet peeve of yours. No, I'll now this is this I'll is a warm up. Remember, I got a few. We could have a whole podcast on this. <laughs> okay, what do you got? The number one thing lately, well, there's two. <laughs> the number one thing lately is remember. Is there's two? <laughs> remember. So, for example, I ask you. Do you know where the bottle opener is? And you say, 
Oh, it's in uh, the back of the cooler bag. Remember? It's like, obviously not, because I asked you a question. So I worked at a, a restaurant, and I would ask my trainer, where's the button for gluten-free? And he'll say, you had a page back and go under X, Y, and Z, remember? And I wanted to punch him, because it's like, do you think that I just invent questions if I could remember them? Like, obviously, I don't remember it's them, like, literally saying... you stupid, I already told ya. Just get smarter. Yeah. Just be smarter. I know. So I don't have to waste my oxygen talking to exactly. you. Exactly. Like, I already told ya. Jeez, why don't you remember? That was super Wisconsin. I already told ya. Jeez, kid. Well, I was Jeez. just kind of quoting the Jeez. Home Alone business. That we were... We've been, remember? We've been talking about that. Jeez, I don't know, kid. Hit the road. <laughs> Why are you asking me so many doggone questions? Um, can I tell you my other one just real quick? If I'm going to ask you to do something really nice, like would you like me to get you a $5 latte, let's say, but I'm not going to say the price amount, but in my mind I'm like, I'll spend 5 bucks on that person if they want it. Because I know I would really want a latte if someone were coming over to my house. So if I say to you, hey, I'm on the way to my house, do you want me to get you a latte? And you say, no, I would love that. If you said, yes, I would love that. If you say, sure, like you're doing me a favor by letting me do a favor for you, I get annoyed with that. It's a yes or it's a no. Be yeah, decisive. Sure. sure is like, yeah, there's some attitude to that. Same thing when I worked at a restaurant. Would you like cracked or black pepper on that? I got to go walk myself over to the pepper mill. It's, it's across like... the dining room. Do you think I really want to do that? So yes or no. If you say sure, pepper mill's not a, a favor for me. Sure has got like, they're already expecting it anyways. And once they get it, they're like, yeah, sure. With no gratitude. Right. The gratitude's just not there sure yeah sure but then again through text it's different than like tone like if you're like sure there's some there's some gratitude today there, right? at breakfast you followed up with sure yeah so at okay. least that's a yes you know if someone just says sure that just tweaks my melon just grinds my <laughs> gears what about you tell you um, I think it's funny you've thought about these questions to ask me, but you didn't think about what your answer would be. You know, well, I've talked about them before on a previous podcast, but like just the way people say things, I guess I find it amusing now, but the one that really bothers me is especially like that's, <laughs> that's like my number one. Especially. Well, it just like, I don't know. I feel like it's in the last 20 years too. There's some somebody started with an X in there. <laughs> I don't know where this X came from. X specially. Yeah. And espresso. I, I truly believe that it's just literally for emphasis. Yeah. They're, they say it because it sounds like more dramatic, like especially when. And that like, that's a pet peeve of yours, really. Because I feel that's like it's not even a over fifty percent of people say especially now. Like it's just a part of American vernacular, especially. Not especially. I don't know. It's, yeah. It, I mean, you get me all worked up. I was in a good place before. Well, you're the one who brought up pet peeves. And look, yours is just weird. Mine at least affect me emotionally. Like, that. <laughs> Can't tell I'm getting amped <laughs> yeah, up here. Actually, you are. I think it's crazy. Okay. Uh, all right. So at the time of this recording, we we're in Arizona on vacation and we we're hanging out at the pool and we see this interesting guy at the pool that we talk about right here. Oh, okay. How could I forget that guy? He was like a Mr. Bean combo with Deepak Chopra. If you had those two faces, 
and did the face mash. Yeah, hundred percent. That's what it was. He was like a Indian skin tone, but like kind of the face of Mr. Bean. Plus, he was like super spiritual. He had this whole vibe and like his little cantina where like he had meditation music going. First of all, he was in boxers. He was literally in boxers. Was he really? It was at the oh, yeah. pool. So I mean, look, I love. Like being briefs, poolside with you because you notice everything and find a way to make it funny and so normally i would just be like okay well this is just pool time like people are weird <laughs> people are just trying to relax i try not to judge and you don't do it in a judgy way you just find everything amusing and then i do <laughs> well, too but like so that dude, lady I've... so like that lady who sprayed I was eating my sandwich, so I wasn't looking, but you're like laughing. I'm like, what? And he's like, that lady just sprayed her sunscreen just in a cloud. None of it on herself. Yeah, okay. All right, so there you go. So she, I look over, and she starts spraying this sunscreen, right, all over her arms, like both arms, hitting both legs. like Trying to, moving the bottle. The bottle was a foot away from her arm, and like literally I saw... 90% of the spray go into the air and maybe 10% landed. Like it was just <laughs> and I had like a glean from the sun so right. I could just see like a cloud and I'm like what is this Yeah. chick doing? And hopefully it'll land on somebody who needs it. That's and then there was another thing that you noticed like you just I feel are very astute at the I am very observational. Like I process things, and I find people interesting. So, but this dude had his own little setup. Yeah, and he even had a jar of something. Like it looked. He had tequila out. Ah. It was like but eleven a.m. So placid. Didn't like. Didn't seem flappable at all. Oh, he was just straight, even keel. Yeah. Like this dude was grounded. Mm-hmm. Comfortable in his skin. I was drawn to his energy. I got to say, like, before you even showed up there, I was, like, reading my book. And I remember looking up, and I think I was talking on the phone with somebody. And just kind of, like, you know how you just kind of look off into the distance, whatever. But, like, I kept looking at him, and I didn't realize that I was. Yeah. It's probably rude. Yeah, you being a spiritual person, you were... I'm sure. Yeah, I'm receptive to, to energies. Yeah. Some might yeah. call it sensitive, but I think that has a negative connotation. I'm receptive to energy. Yeah, there you go. Like that. Um, but yeah, the dude, and there was a bird, like, on the chair sitting across from him. And I'm like, oh, maybe it's just, like, a random pigeon that's, like, comfortable being around the pool. Right? That's kind of what I took it as I walked by the bird. I'm like, hey, what up, bird? Go sit down. And then 10 minutes later, this dude leaves, and I look, and he's got it on his shoulder. And I'm just like, that's baller. And he just left. I'm like, this dude. Yeah, this as if man. we needed more to be um, observing, really. Yeah, it was just, it was unbelievable. Um, and then we went to that gelato place. Ugh. Remember that gelato place? I love gelato. I loved it. And it looked beautiful. Piles just of decadent ice cream. And you're just like, what flavor am I going to get? A fatty, sugary goodness. Right. And you're just like, let's go. Hot outside. You want, it, you want a cool treat that's not like a margarita. You know? What are you going to do? It's nighttime. Yum. Go to the gelato place. They have three cases of just amazing looking. I was thinking the lemon. I got sea salt caramel. There was like 30 flavors. Yes. All of them pretty unique. It's like, okay, this place is legit. I would say more than 30 even. Because in each case, there's two rows. It's pro- yeah. I just feel like they really, you felt like they really had it down. 4.5 yeah. stars on Google. Yeah. Review. yeah. <laughs> um, th- here's where they got me. And like really kind of makes me mad. They charge you for two flavors. Like, you know how some oh, places yeah, are like, scoops, you get one two of sco- each. Yeah, and like they'll be like, oh, you can have one scoop, but we'll just kind of give you little amounts that equal up to that. But anyway, I got sea salt caramel and cookies and cream. Paid yeah. six fifty for it. How much was yours? 
It was like, like five ninety four or something. <laughs> but who is counting? Anyway, the two <laughs> cheapskates go into this uh, ice cream gelato place, which had a cool name too. Like kind of like they had G on everything, so it was kind of like the it was called the gelato spot. Uh-huh. Anyway, put it together. Yeah, and whatever. So we go and sit on a bench, and I have a couple of bites, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna be saying something because I have a. I have a reputation with my family being kind of picky or being like specific mm-hmm. on how I want things. And so I was going to wait till you said something. I almost did, but you opened it up being like, this isn't very good, is it? And I'm like, no, it's not. Like, it just wasn't sugary. And it wasn't flavorful either. Yeah, it was like, on a flavor scale of 10, it was like a three, maybe. Yeah. And I'm just like, WTF. Right. So you literally had like six bites and was just like, all right. Yeah. And I mean, obviously our taste is intact because we had real bomb tacos before that and like whatever, you know? Because at first I was yeah. like, Jesus, my taste going. That's a problem, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, that place was... It was so... Not good. I, we both... I protested. I wasn't going to go in there and say, give me my money back. But I went in there to throw it away instead of walk away and whatever. I just kind of wanted to do a little demonstration like this. Yeah, there was a garbage what I, five feet in front of you. But you're like, I'm going to go in to the store, back into the store. We were outside. Yeah. Let's go back in and do a little mic drop. Yeah. So I did that. I don't think it really mattered, but I laughed out loud when we were joking about it. And I'm like, yep, that's what I'm going to do. I don't really want my money back. Y'all can have it, you swindlers with poor product. But I'm Yeah, the vibe was good there, and then just the product was not. It was not. Okay. And then psalm trees are awesome. (laughs) Well, it's funny because when I was in, like, when I was a kid growing up, I thought it was uh, Palms. Like, I just, you know, whatever. I wasn't a very good reader at that point. The book in the Bible was Palms. Palms? Yeah, I kind of got mixed that. I got that mixed up. Yeah. I, like, kind of blend Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I love Psalm trees, but honestly. Why is that so funny? That is just funny, though. (laughs) Aren't they? They're therapeutic, right? For me, they you equal look at vacation. Like, yeah, I suppose. I just think I like relax. It's time to relax. It's time to not do much at all. Really? Yeah. When you see a palm tree, you're like, okay, just chill. It's warm. You're not gonna worry about you know freezing to death. You can walk around without your shoes on. You could get locked out of your apartment. It's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love them. Get yourself a pina colada, a beer. Speaking of this, Margarita. speaking of this, what's your favorite warm weather drink, like poolside? Margarita. Here's the tricky, yeah. slippery slope with that, though. You go to any poolside place and you order a margarita, there is no consistency. So you could get a really good one. Or you could get a really bad one or one in the middle. And whenever that happens, I just think, "Mm." I wish that they just could do sample flavors. So I could be like, you know, like tester scoops at a gelato place. Which we should have done. Well, they don't do them. They didn't at that place. That's lame. Because I always ask, can I try that? Yeah, that's why they don't. Because they know people are going to be like, yeah, it's not that good. Those little, they're a bunch of punks. Now I know if they say no to the samples, you just say like peace. I'm going to Baskin Robbins. Yes, yes if you'd have given me samples, guess what? You'd have had five dollars and ninety four cents of my money. <laughs> now you're getting nothing. And you're gonna like it. Um how about the place in Sedona? Cool Love place. Sedona. Good little B and B. Um there's a golf course by the B and B, Airbnb, well, surrounded by the whatever, in the middle of the villas, if you will. But there is absolutely no walking on the golf course. Absolutely none. Absolutely 
no walking on the golf course. Don't dare. Don't you dare. You better not you do know, it. You know, you could set drive foot on, on it? a blade. Yeah. You're in trouble. Well, that's standing. That's standing on the golf course. <laughs> oh, that's right. You could jog. You could jog. You could stand. You could skip. You could not walk. Absolutely no walking. I think it's just so funny that you that annoys you so much because it's like if you're just the personality type that ju- you, you weren't, don't even, need you weren't even gonna do that. You weren't even gonna do that in the first place, and then they so told you absolutely none, and it just bugged you, and then you wanted to do it. Hundred percent had to do it. At that so point. I did it, of course. Like you put, you put no, no walking, walking on the golf course. Okay. okay. Cool. Whatever. I respect it. It's a rule. Absolutely no walking on the golf course. Come on. Get over yourself. Uh, you know what was great about the whole golf course bit is the vegetation. So usually in Arizona, you don't see much of that. And there was a ton. And I, I do feel bad. Well, I, think when it, I think it's partially well, A, because the golf course probably built some of it, I would imagine. Planted some of it. Built. Um, but I think because it's more north, Sedona is. So there's a little more variety. Like, there's pine trees. There's, like, normal trees. Maybe we saw the Higher willow, elevation, right? yeah. The weeping willow. Yeah, that didn't seem like it fit. It was really, really beautiful. But I think it's always, like, I'm in that kind of mindset whenever I go to Sedona seeing this like the moon rise over the mountains and um night sky just yeah special but okay what was i I was going to tell you about the whole vegetation piece oh we saw people changing the cups i've never known that that was like a thing on the golf course like yeah so on the golf greens the the job of the groundskeeper or whatever every morning is to go out and change the location every morning yeah it's usually daily really depending on the course is that just yeah. to like distribute the wear on the green yes yep so you get 100 players on a golf course and they're all mostly on the front edge and they're doing a lot of traffic ah. they move it to the back the next day and then the middle and then Got the front it. that's like your typical rotation so but yeah it's cool because they take the they first of all they plug a new hole first of all they plug a new hole wherever the new cup is going to go so they take this plunge hole thing it's like a post hole digger slash cookie cutter yeah so it's a perfect circle i don't know how it all works i've never done it but pulls a cup out like just a hole yeah just watching the whole thing take place i don't know if this is going to be interesting for our listeners and then they go over to the prior hole and yeah. Stick it in there. I just and, and I also well, find it covered. relaxing to watch other people work. Yeah. yeah. You know, all all we were doing is sitting on a bench drinking our coffee. Mhm. That was kind of fun. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Uh, it made me think about jobs. Oh yeah, that's right. We we're gonna talk about that. I don't know if you want to go down that no, road. No, I do. Okay, because I just thought, oh, what a perfect job for Luther. Even for me, like, because I've thought about, I'm not a big golf guy. I could be, but um, there's the whole idea of like taking care of plants that I love. So like gardening, whatever, mowing. I like to mow the yard, but. I think I could be a good golf course guy for a hot minute there. Actually, the problem is I just want to do it for a little while. I wouldn't be like employee of the month because I wouldn't even stay around that long. But I just, mm-hmm. I find the variety of things to be interesting. Wouldn't it be great if you could do like a rotation? Like, okay, Monday, I'm going to be golf course gal. Tuesday, I'm going to be a wedding DJ. Well, you don't wouldn't do that on Tuesdays. Fridays, I would do that, or Saturday. And then, you know, Wednesday, I'm going to be a barista. And Thursday, I'm going to be an innkeeper. I'd love that. Wouldn't that because, be great? Yeah, I like for me, I need variety in my life to keep myself like excited. Mm-hmm. If I do a nine to five, I snooze fast. Struggle. I struggle with nine to fives. Like after three months, right. I'm like, okay, what next? 
Um, so I need variety. Yeah, I'd be all over that. Yeah, bookstore worker is what I wanted to be today. Okay, let's do this then. Top five jobs you've ever had. Oh, okay. And then those are your Monday through Friday shift. What do you got? I think we should go back and forth on this so I have a little bit of time to think while I am not listening to you. <laughs> I just think about what I'm going to say. Um, just kidding. But that's kind of how every conversation works, isn't it? It's true. People are just like, what am I going to say next? What am I going to say next? Yes. Okay. But the best conversation is true ping pong or true tennis. Well, being present and listening to the other person and thinking about what they're saying instead of thinking about responding. Mm-hmm. But feel you. Take a deep breath. Inhale. Exhale. One of the best jobs I had that I was never late for when was when I was uh, 18 or 19. I worked at Green Mill as a host. Well, I was a delivery dispatch. So that means I just st- stayed at the host stand with every other worker that was in college and was super fun and a partier. And all I did was take the phone calls and take pizza orders and plug them into the computer. It was super easy. I was never late to that. And I'm late to everything, but like I was never late to that job because I loved it so much. And I would get, we just had like a way of working. Like we could never have free food, but we would always kind of like sneak the cooks into getting us some like ramekins of soup. And then um, I <laughs> we had pockets in our shirt and I would always have a piece of bread in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> And we would, I'd uh, eat mints. We would talk smack about you know, like rude people. Uh huh. <laughs> I could go on and on about that job. I loved. Yeah, it. that would be fun. I loved. It. it was fun because of the people I worked with and the simplicity of the job. What about you? I think. I think the restaurant industry is like for me. It's a, it's a it's a fun business to be in. Like there's a lot of energy. You're moving around. You're you know, meeting with a bunch of different well, people. Well, because you love to be where it's at with the people. Like, you love hustle bustle. Whereas a lot of people, that's overwhelming, but I think that's energizing to you. Yeah, so one thing about me is I need, like, human contact and, like, whatever conversation to energize me. Whereas some people, like, they kind of need to stay away from yeah, that. Yeah, that gets a little too uh, friendly. Introverted versus extra. Well, and the great thing... Those are big words. You hear that? I barely got those Yeah. Out. I'm proud of you. There's a thing about working as a server versus a delivery dispatcher. When you're a server, there's a lot of movement and there's not a lot of interactions with people who are friendly and fun. Yeah, it's more get the business. What yeah, you want. they always want something from me. Versus all, I, all the, the restaurant wanted me to do was answer the phone saying, now delivering deep dish pizza, blah, blah, blah. And so they were really happy if they just heard if what I was understood your answer? what they How said. did you answer the phone? Oh, they always what had some script? stupid script for us to say where it was like a one minute thing and then it'd be like, Hello, are you even there? <laughs> you <know? laughs> did you did you sit through that? I know it was tough. You still with me. Did I sell it for you? Is it good? Exactly. <laughs> so I think they were just impressed if I never said, Excuse me, or could you please hold? I was and I, I actually think I have a nice voice. Like a, I've been told I have like a pleasant voice. So I could just talk on the phone and be mellow and get their pizza order, wish them a happy day. The delivery driver would take it from there. Like I never had to deal with any problems. Hmm. Yeah, that is pretty bomb. Especially uh, for the restaurant industry. As a server, there's like all I ever did because I, I have a really bad memory. So like, oh, they wanted ranch. Jeez, I'm going to just walk by that table and go get them ranch quick, yeah. and then I'll bring it back like I remembered, you know? Uh-huh. Remember? <laughs> oh, uh, gluten-free that's under this button, remember? <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, oh, thanks for asking. I would say mine is probably... You know what I really liked was being a pizza delivery driver. You're bouncing around, like you're you're moving around. You get back into the shop, and then you talk about like, oh, I just got a ten dollar tip, like blah blah blah. Or, oh, I just got stiffed. Yeah, it was thirteen twenty seven. You know, Elm. They always stiff. Whatever. Um, but yeah, you run into whatever on the road, and you're bouncing around. You're making cash. You're making tips. You're 
Yeah. That's a nice blend of people and time, time and alone time. Fast. You know, you're never really looking at the clock. Nice. Plus, you walk out with cash. Oh, that's always beautiful, isn't it? It's one of the best things ever. A hundred. Why is it that you feel more accomplished when you have cash in your hand after making less per hour? Right. You know? Isn't that weird? Versus getting like 100, let's say it's 125 a day versus 100. But you walk out with a hundo cash, you're like, and you're just like, doggone right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my second job, I was a babysitter. Then they took me on vacation. Okay. Being a babysitter for this family was great because they always had great food. They were. They had great food. I could just be like, okay, you guys, uh, go play. And then I could make myself a sandwich. <laughs> and But I was a good babysitter, too. I would put together scavenger hunts. And, you know, I'd be silly. We would do dance parties. We would paint. Like, I was a good babysitter. Um, and then they took me on vacation. And we had a nice little rhythm. I would stay up late. They would get up early with the kids and go to breakfast and whatever. And then I would tag them out like they're like, one was like, I'm going to go take a nap. The other one would be like, okay, well, I'm going to go for a walk on the beach. And then I'd stay with the kids and we'd play in the pool and they would buy me my everything I wanted or needed, you know, and then I bought right. what I wanted. Like if I wanted a, just a, to get my stupid hair braided, <laughs> I paid for that. That was a big deal. Mm -hmm. You got to get that. Well, you just r look ridiculous. I wish they would have talked me out of it and just said, nope, can't do it. Okay. <laughs> what about you? Second great job. Number two. Uh, I don't think we should do five if we're going to explain yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. This would be the last of it. I'm trying to think. After I said my two, I'm going to cut you off. <laughs> Yeah go, ahead. yeah, go ahead. No, I'm just kidding. I was just teasing. Oh, oh. We don't have to go with your second one. But like what I'm saying is that I daydream about all these different jobs all the time because I just have been, I've had the same career for 12 years aside from, you know, side gigs. And then I know how fun side gigs are. I know they don't really always pay the most, but I've had some cool, like I was a yacht stewardess for a little bit yeah that sounds pretty epic yeah uh what, what else did right i now. do I, I mean i've done a lot oh, as a tour guide done a lot of cool stuff you have you have and okay because We're i love it go on right you like different experiences um let's flip it and go with what's the worst job hmm. upside down smiley face yeah and or frown but they're good stories. Like, I'll start with mine. Oh, you're right. They are good stories. I have one now. So, probably the worst job I ever did <laughs> in particular was... So, one summer, with Uncle Howie... Probably. Uncle Howie, right? Like, every summer, he'd have something new. Like, oh, I'm going to be a paint striper now, and then I'm going to be... Oh, we'll get into seal coating. Oh, yes. Gonna, yes. Whatever. So he kind of had his own little things. But he was into steel coating. Driveways. And I worked for him once. Yes. So you're tarring driveways, basically, or parking lots. Okay. Now, you can either do that, like, with a, a squeegee. Yeah, I've done it. Yep, you could squeegee it on, which I actually kind of Carlton had that. me doing that. Did he? Yeah, there was no YouTube. He was just like, here's a five-gallon bucket. Slop that Dump on there. Dump it on and just spread it. <laughs> That's what yeah. I did. So, or you can spray it. Like if you're doing a big driveway or like a big parking yeah. lot, there's like this spray machine like that has like three foot spread on it and it just, All right. you just make your little layers, right? So one day we were working in St. Cloud doing a, doing a parking lot and it was probably 97 that day and it was just hot. And we're doing this, and it's you spray it on, right? And I'm like the hose guy who's like making sure it's not, yeah, <laughs> making sure it's not dragging through whatever's like on the ground, whatever. It's not getting in. So, anyways, I'm kind of close to the spray. Like that spray lands or like gets in the air and like somehow gets on your skin, like just a little fine layer, right? So I got this fine layer of seal coat on me, 97 and sunny. 
It's blaring on the blacktop, which I'm working on, and getting sprayed. And the sun is just beating on you. And we probably, it was probably like, I don't know, a five hour job. So you're out in this parking lot for five hours, just like, oh my gosh, you're dirty because you're like brushing sand. Like, and then I had to drive home. Like, I was living like two hours away at the time. So I had to drive home in my car, sun beating on me, still like black with stuff. Oh, my Atlanta, it was brutal. Yipes. And I went and jumped in the lake right when I got home, just. Yeah. Cool off. Go jump in the lake. Jump in the lake. How about you? I had clean water action when I was 18. I was in college and I needed a job for the summer. I was 19 at that point. Yeah. Hosting was when I was probably 17, 18. Anyway, whatever. I get to Minneapolis. I want a job. And I just am like, oh, yeah, clean water action. I can talk to people on the phone. And I thought I was good at sales. I was in annual staff. And I sold the yearbook ads when I was in high school. So I'm like, yeah, I can do sales. I can do this. Like, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's different when you're soliciting people who don't want to talk to you on the phone. Like when... (laughs) And when I don't know what I'm saying, like, obviously, I'm like, yes, clean water, I can get behind that. I can sell clean water. Like, everyone needs that. Everyone wants that. I thought it'd be, I thought it'd be selling itself. But when you're 19, and you have to just read off a script, and people are like, hello, we just had dinner. What do you want? You know? (laughs) (laughs) And um, I'm just like, well, hi, I'm Kristen, and I need to interest. It's pretty important, right? They always, Click. they always like want to have some sort of, you know, it's pretty important, right? And they want, you know, to just connect with the people. But I couldn't uh-huh. do it because I wasn't confident enough. And then I had this uh, trainer who would show me the way, and he went out for a smoke break, and I was like, well, yeah, I'll just keep, you know, I'll go with you, and you can talk to me. He's like, yeah, and this is like some store because it was like down on Central Avenue by Surix. And he's like, you can go over there and buy like a baby rattle. (laughs) (laughs) Just showing me around the office and then telling me like what the stores were around there. Anyway, I mean, the job, I tried really hard, but they didn't pay you very much. It was kind of like on commission or whatever. And so like on day four or five of this job, I um asked my friend, my friend to give me a ride down there. <laughs> and she gets, she's like, hey, where's my car? <laughs> she had gotten towed. And so I just like couldn't get to this stupid job to make zero money. And um, that day it was just like, I could barely get there. I didn't sell anything or get any donations or whatever. And I just said, look, this isn't working because I got pulled in the office probably to get fired. And I was like, look, this isn't working, but it's not because you're not trying really hard. Like you guys have been great. And it's not because I'm not trying. I'm like, I just think I'm no good at this. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, I think, you know, I'm glad, you know, you know, we said it. And he's like, you know, you tried it. We appreciate it. And that's how that worked. But just the idiosyncrasies of like baby rattle and, her car getting towed and just how like absolutely hey like dude where's my car and just what a (laughs) cluster when you're 19 trying to make some money is it's yeah pretty pretty gnarly it's funny how those ones stand out you know just the times where you're like well that sucked yeah never doing that again but that just yeah just a nice relief when it's over yeah. And then I went on and sold tickets for the Twins and the Gophers, and that was a great job. Mm-hmm. I had a great job driving older people around for the D- Department of Epidemiology, and I got to know these really these older people. And that was before there was GPS, so I had to print out MapQuest directions. Is that the skin department? Epid- that's epidermis. Epidemiology is um, like an epidemic. I was way off. So it was on osteoporosis, and they had sleep studies, so I'd pick up sleep monitors too. But I noticed there was a trend in the really healthy older people. 
the they were usually women and they were widowed and they were active and I met married people and men too but the really healthy ones were the single active women okay bebopping around yeah they were one lady was in polka contests another was like a dog trainer just still crushing it they just were really interesting people and even the ones that weren't as healthy were interesting too and here's another little fact little nugget well not fact but trend they got given the option for a sandwich because I had to get them lunch from Lunds roast beef turkey or ham guess what they would go for every time roast beef yes because why not it's the most unhealthy and the most flavorful I don't get it but they all went for the roast beef sandwich the roast beef it was like let me guess let me guess roast beef (laughs) and then I'd also drive to Roseville and get their x-rays and I'd prepare them and get them mailed out and it was a great job everyone was nice and I got flexible hours and I loved driving around Nice. nice. Yeah, that's sick. Uh, hey, why don't we wrap it up with, would you ever move to Arizona? Yes. That was fast. What do you like about it? What is it? It's just the psalm I've never trees. lived. This <laughs> the psalm trees. It really, though, is kind of like it's the vegetation. It's how different everything is. In Arizona, I grew up in Wisconsin, Minnesota. Very, I've very lived in green. Alaska, DC. Yeah, it's never been the desert. So the desert has this whole new landscape. It's almost lunar. It's like really interesting to me how all the plants look like Dr. Seuss made them up. Yeah, the cactuses flick you off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that. Um, and when you're by the pool, it's just, I like the heat. I'm usually in a cold climate. I don't think I would stay for this summer, but yeah. I would. Yeah, summer's tough. Summer is tough because I've stayed through one and it just takes the life out of you kind of, man. It just wears on you. Well, it's probably like it is in the winter, you know, when we just stay inside and it's just like mm-hmm. brutal and it's a matter of life and death. You know, in the At winter, times, yeah. you have if you have a polar vortex going through, you got and you are stuck outside. You're screwed. Heat goes down in your house. You're just like, ah, uh, now what? Yes. How do we do this? Right. So. All right, sweet. What else do you got? Anything or? Well, you're the one who wanted to wrap it up, so no. All right, sweet. I thought that was pretty good. Appreciate you being on as usual. Yeah, it was a, it was the pleasure's all mine. Gracias. Namaste. And namaste. Boom. There we go. Kristen Kangas, appreciate you. What up, cuz? Hey, thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, I appreciate that a lot. And um keep keep rocking and rolling with these episodes and keep pumping them out. So thanks again. And also, thank you to the sponsor, the JP4 Foundation, the sponsor of the show. Much love. Guys, go check them out, jp4foundation.org. And hey, I'm going to open this thing up because we want to build a community. Like, we've got a few listeners, so if you guys have any questions, comments, go to ltkathletic.com. At the bottom, there's a contact. You can send a message. Just send the show a message and uh, give us a question, and we'll... We'll give you a little shout-out on the air and, and answer your question or comment or whatever you got. Let's have a little fun with it. So, hey, thanks again, guys. Appreciate you. Until next time, learn, try, know, and achieve. Home, babe.